Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Learning to Fly podcast. Today is June 29th, and I think that we need to celebrate the national days before we move on with today's content. So today is National Almond Butter Crunch Day. I don't have any clue what that is, but it sounds delicious. Today is National Camera Day. So make sure to get out your phones, your cameras, and other photo-taking devices and try to find at least one thing you can take a photo of that will continue to inspire you, uplift you, or remind you that creativity and inspiration are everywhere. Today is National Waffle Iron Day, and usually I don't promote stuff like this, but I did recently learn that both Walmart and Target carry mini waffle irons that have various patterns and shapes on them, and I think we all need to invest in at least one of these to help us start our day off on a better foot. Also, who doesn't love waffles? And today is also National Parchment Day. So if you are a writer uh, or an artist, I encourage you to invest in some parchment and explore what that does for your art. Sometimes it makes you more thoughtful, sometimes it changes the way the art looks, and sometimes it even impacts how it will be able to be preserved. So these are all things to explore and carry with us. And I also want to let you guys know, I was dead set on bringing the Learning to Fly podcast back daily with June. Clearly, if you look back at the episodes, that didn't quite happen. Um, We had technical issues, my laptop's battery exploded, and I lost a bunch of content. Um, All kinds of crazy stuff happened. Plus, I am still getting a handle of my health situation, so I thank you all for bearing with me. I am no longer guaranteeing that the podcast is daily, but I am promising to be here as much as humanly possible, given all of the circumstances, and I hope you guys will bear with me and enjoy that. Alrighty, I'm going to actually get today's sponsors out of the way early, and then I will be back with more poetry and all the usual jazz. So see you in a moment. Hey there, everyone. This is Madison from Learning to Fly the Podcast and Sincerely Blue Jay Poetry. Today, I just wanted to take a second to let you know about Nourished and Free, a recipe ebook written by Gabby Sorensen or Gabicado, my dear and lovely friend. Typically, this book retails for about $30, and you can find it in the episode description, but it frequently goes on sale as well. It's full of 80 easy, wholesome recipes that can be vegan, can be vegetarian, or you can mix it up and add your own proteins and your own 
favorite items. And it's really just a great thing to have in your repertoire. Alrighty, so I just wanted to take a second and let you know about Nourished and Free, one of the best ebook recipe guides I've come across so far. Thanks so much, and let's return to the episode. Turning to fly, this is Brenna from Rose Colored Books. What's your favorite fantasy book? Mine is Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. For more questions like these and more pictures of books, go follow my bookstagram page, Rose Colored Books, on Instagram. All right. So as I think more and more and more and more about the state of the world and the things that are happening lately and the conversations we're having and the amount of change that is now required to get us back to the level of humanity and equality we had a mere weeks ago, a mere years ago, um, and have already gone a thousand steps backwards with. Today, we are going to sit down and we are going to explore some poems that I first heard when I was in kindergarten and first and second grade. We are going to have the familiest, friendliest episode I've ever had here on the Learning to Fly podcast, which isn't to say the content isn't great, but I know I swear. And I know I get passionate, and I know we have a lot of ground to cover in each and every episode, and as humans merely existing in this world. But today, we are toning it down, we are family-friendly-ifying, and we are going back to the importance of kindness. So these are all poems that are intended for teaching poetry and kindness to kindergartners. These are very, very simple poems but that doesn't make them any less important or any less valuable. Um, And I hope that you will share this episode with everybody in your world, teachers, friends, family, kiddos, the whole nine yards. I hope that today's episode inspires so many conversations and so many acts of kindness and so many beautiful, wonderful moments that we actually do start taking steps towards following the old adage, be the change you want to see in the world, um, and changing for the better. That being said, our first poem is a very short poem titled In Kindness by Anne Marie Klein. Kindness speaks the words your heart could never speak. Your wings hold me up and give me strength when I am weak. The warmth of your protection brings music to my heart. You open up the doors and show me where to start. I think that in starting with this poem, we can do a couple of things. One, it's probably the most basic. So if you are new to English, if you are new to reading, if you are a munchkin tuning in and growing and listening day by day, um, I think this is the one that we can all grasp and this is the one that we can all carry forward. I also think this one is really beautifully done because it has a very simple rhyme scheme. So if you're new to poetry, it kind of inspires you to write your own poem and to explore what kindness means to you and what poetry can look like. There are so many different ways to write a poem. And I think that sometimes writing poems for ourselves is the greatest act of kindness we could ever do in writing ourselves and getting our heads correct and our feelings sorted out so that we can continue to share that kindness in our communities and throughout the world. So yeah, 
Um, that is why we're discussing that one. And I think that it's really simply beautifully written in a way that this could easily be a poem in your pocket day poem. This could easily be a poem on a fridge or in a backpack or, you know, on somebody's phone. This is by far one of the most accessible poems about kindness that there is. And I think that none of us have an excuse to be anything but kind at the heart of a matter. Um, we have reasons to be angry. We have reasons to be upset. We have reasons to demand change, but all of that has to come from a place of understanding and kindness. This next poem I'm really impressed with because it's a Henry Wadsworth Longfellow poem, and it's written so simply for the time and for the voice and for this author. Um, I'm really excited to share this with you. This is titled, Kind Hearts Are the Gardens. Kind hearts are the gardens, kind thoughts are the roots, kind words are the flowers, kind deeds are the fruits. Take care of your garden and keep out the weeds. Fill it with sunshine, kind words, and kind deeds. And I think something else that's really important about this poem is that it reminds you, you have to be kind to yourself and you have to be kind to the person that you're becoming and to your own personal needs before you're able to share that kindness and before you're able to have it do you any good in the presence of others. And that brings me to another point of this conversation that there is a difference between being kind because you actually are and being kind because others can see it and can go, oh, you're a great person. And I think there's a time and a place for both. But I do believe that by breeding authentic, genuine kindness, you're able to give more of that as time goes on. And it doesn't matter if people acknowledge it or not, because you still did a fabulous thing. Um, and it can be a simple thing, but it can be fabulous. And if you're curious what kind of deeds might look like, I will have a fabulous little list and some great little story time at the end of this episode so that all people of all ages and all abilities can carry that kindness through them. This next poem is a very, very short poem by Margaret Lindsay. This is The Little Things. The little things are most worthwhile, a quiet word, a look, a smile, a listening ear that's quick to share another's thoughts, another's care. Though sometimes they may seem quite small, these things, these little things mean most of all. So an example of a little thing you can do is smile at someone in a crowded room. Open a door for someone whose hands are full. Um, let somebody with two items when you have a whole basket full go in front of you in the line at the grocery store. Seeing an agitated child and giving them a wave. Um, you know, there are so, so, so many things you can do that don't take a lot of time, don't take a lot of money, and can mean the world to someone. I work at a cafe, and one of the things that makes my day every time it happens, and it takes nothing on the other person's part, is them 
taking the time to say, how's your day? Or them taking the time to say, you know, I hope you're well, or I hope you have a good one, or thank you. Um, It really is just the little things that can turn an entire day around. And again, most of it doesn't cost a dime. Doesn't take a lot of time either. This next poem is titled, If I Could Catch a Rainbow, and it's by Sandra Lewis Pringle. And I think that her name is definitely part of the reason that this poem comes up with little kids. And one of my favorite activities with this actually does involve a can of Pringles. Um, And we'll talk about that in a minute for the little ones in your life. But um, yeah, if I could catch a rainbow. If I could catch a rainbow, I would do it just for you and share with you its beauty on the days you're feeling blue. If I could, I would build a mountain you could call your very own, a place to find serenity, a place just to be alone. If I could, I would take your troubles and toss them into the sea, but all these things I'm finding are impossible for me. I cannot build a mountain or catch a rainbow fair, but let me be what I know best, a friend who's always there. I promise to defend you, should the occasion arise, and I promise to wipe the tears which might stream from your weeping eyes. Let me be the trusted friend, the one that you know best. I will never leave you on that. You can surely rest. So every time that I've heard this poem in a classroom setting, we have an experiment. And the experiment is usually one of the first days of school and there are four or five cans of pringles in the classroom given to random kids and the teacher says go make friends how how can you make friends in this scenario and usually what happens and i think this is really interesting is the kids with the pringle cans go to the people they already know and they give them a lot of pringles but they don't save enough to <coughs> let that trickle out. <coughs> Excuse me, you guys. I'm really, really sorry. To let that trickle out and make new friends with the can of Pringles. But the kids who are given Pringles but not the can tend to trickle out and share them with other people. And it's not always an even distribution of the Pringles but by the end every single kid has at least two and every single kid has been said hello to or what's your name or how you doing or let's be friends and I think that is amazing I also think it's interesting that they use Pringles because it's one of the snacks that schools encourage because they have the least allergens Um, But it it ties beautifully in with this poet's name, Sandra Lewis Pringle. And if you have young ones in your life, they can be cousins, they can be friends, they can be siblings. This is a really interesting way to get them to share, but also to see how they make these connections for themselves. And I also love something else about this poem. No, I can't catch a rainbow. I can't build you a mountain, 
but I can be me. And I think that is such an important message that certain things are impossible. And as sad as that is, that's the state of it. But by being ourselves and by doing the things we are capable of doing, that in itself is creating change and is creating something beautiful. And I really, really love that. The final poem for today's episode is called To Lift Each Other by Wes Fessler. And as you know, if you're listening to this episode, the show is called Learning to Fly. There's a lot of reasons that it's called Learning to Fly. This poem is not directly one of those reasons, but this is a poem I've heard throughout a good portion of my life in many different phases and many different ways and with a bunch of different discussions around it. And I think that it indirectly deserves a little bit of credit for where we are and what the show is called. And I am really, really excited that we get to to share this poem and have a conversation and be better humans because of it. So this is to lift each other. Is it possible to build a dream by tearing others down? Is there a way to fly if we refuse to leave the ground? Not a gain was ever made while shoving someone else aside. In the course of stopping others, our momentum was denied. When we find the good in others, praising them for who they are, we build speed for one another. We're both able to go so far. It is possible to reach our dreams together if we try. We must learn to lift each other if we ever hope to fly. I also love that this is another really simple rhyme scheme. So if you're new to poetry, you can explore it. Every two lines rhyme. This is called a rhyming couplet scheme. And the last word of the line rhymes with the word before it. And there's something really beautiful about that. If you're not used to poetry, this is another style that I encourage you to explore. On a better topic or on a more important topic, a more universal topic, I love that this poem reminds us that we need each other if we want to be successful. That there's a certain level of community in getting far, in being the best that we can be. You have to learn from the things around you and from the people around you in order to not make the same mistakes and in order to grow. You have to go through some things that really aren't that great before you can be the best version of yourself. And if you want to fly, that can mean a lot of different things. But there are always people around you who are going to make that an easier feat with their support and their time and their love and their energy and their stories when you let them in. Alrighty. That being said, I'm going to take a sip of water and we'll be right back with our lists of kindness, our little actions of kindness. Alrighty, so this is probably my favorite part of this episode. This is random acts of kindness. This is ways to do something amazing without really doing anything at all. And in a way that really reflects who we are in the world we're in and makes it just a touch better for those around us. So... These are just some random examples. Spend time playing with your pet. 
sign up to do local volunteer work, buy coffee for someone in line behind you, make a donation to charity, offer to pick a friend or family member up from work or school, make a cup of tea for someone you love, call to say hello, ask how they're really doing, send a letter, buy some flowers. Remember to handwrite the note. Walk your friend's dog. Give your neighbor a hand carrying in the groceries. Help your parents with household chores. Make someone laugh. Be yourself. Hold the door open if someone's arms are full. Host an informal get-together and invite your neighbors too. It's always important to get to know each other and embrace your community. Tell someone that you're proud of them. Remember to say thank you. Send someone a picture to make them laugh or smile. Remember cute animals are always a go-to. Send an inspirational quote when you don't know what else to say. Put a surprise note or drawing on someone's desk, or chair, or book. Contact someone you haven't seen for a while and ask them out. Engage in conversation with the people around you every day whether you're waiting in line or you're buying your groceries or you're standing in a cafe. Remember to donate items that are in good care but can't be used in your home. Make or send a care package. Lend an ear. If somebody you know is having a bad day, remind them that you're a safe person to talk to. Say good morning because every morning could be good. Bake and share it, donate it, or give it as a gift. Take someone out for lunch instead of eating alone. Let someone jump the queue at the supermarket. I love that phrasing, even though I know it's not the typical American phrasing. Take a moment to answer when someone asks for directions. <clears throat> Let a fellow driver merge into your lane. Pick up the trash that you see laying in the street safely. Smile and say hello to the people who pass by. Return a lost item to its owner. Most importantly, though, whatever you do, it doesn't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. And the more authentic it is, the more genuine it is, the more likely it is to ripple out from wherever you're at. I think it's also important to say that the world is ever-changing and things are always different from what they were in decades past or days past. And there's not enough mail sent in this world, like letters and poems and books and gifts. So make a postcard, draw an awesome picture, and write a little note on the back of it to send to someone near or far. Create bookmarks and give them away at your local library. If you're in the position to do so, create a free library in your yard. There are so many different ways to cure boredom, especially in the summer and do something nice and kind and wonderful in return. This reminds me that it's not too late for you guys to sign up for the Learning to Fly Summer Reading Challenge, hashtag LTF Summer Challenge. 
I'm sorry, summer reading. And it's a really cool concept because all you have to do is read five things, support five people, and create five things. So buying coffee for someone down the street could count as supporting. And creating a bookmark and giving it away could count as creating. And reading a book that someone recommends to you is both supporting and reading. And I love that overlap in things. And I can't wait to see the people that you guys are shouting out. And I want to support them too. I can't wait to see all the amazing books you guys are talking about and reading and sharing. And most of all, I hope you'll remember to tag at Rose Colored Books and myself so that you can be entered for Learning to Fly, Reading Challenge, Prizes, Projects, and Reshares. You guys are amazing. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I hope that kindness surprises and delights you wherever you are, and I hope that you'll remember to share that kindness as well. As always, thank you for joining today's episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more poetry, nonsense, and humanity. See you then. Mm-hmm.